Hello, welcome to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. My name is Russ Frustick, and I'm joined by Chris Plant. Hey, Chris. What up? And Allegra Frank, who's going to be our expert today on a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. Oh, really? Mine it too. actually is. I've got some interesting stories. Uh, what are you going to be talking about today? Well, I am a big fan of all things cute, mm-hmm. all things cuddly, and one of the cutest and cuddliest things that I can think of are my good friend, good friends, the Beanie Babies. The Beanie Babies. The, the family Beanie Babies. of Beanie Babies. <laughs> um, bless them. They are adorable, aren't they? They are. Are you a hater, plant? Yeah, it sounded like you were anti-baby. I mean, there's a huge <laughs> difference between real babies and Beanie Babies. <laughs> Well, no. I see minimal differences. I was just shortening Beanie Babies to <laughs> Anti-BB. Baby. BB. Um, no, I mean, I, look, I, I too loved <laughs> the, the, the uh, Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I like forgot the, about that. Th- that is what I remember of the Beanie Babies. That's, about, that's the beginning and my end of the knowledge, that they turned a very sad and tragic moment into a Beanie Baby. <laughs> we will definitely talk about good old die the bear um yes we're going to talk a little bit about the history of beanie babies which is a sort of a sad tale if you think about it uh because beanie babies obviously were sort of the the big fad they were the fidget spinner of their day they were the fidget spinner i'm sorry i'm not gonna make it through this episode without laughing at beanie babies Beanie Babies. The word. What a terrible <laughs> head ride. Hey, it worked. It, good marketing. It worked for them. Every time I say Beanie Baby, I just like <laughs> seethe. I'm like, how did I grow up constantly talking about Beanie Babies? Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a sad tale of the, the fad phenomenon culture of mm. the 90s in particular. Yes, like the fidget spinner. Uh, there's plenty of other ones we can think of that I just can't think of the names of right now. But the Beanie Baby is like the apex of that of people investing in something because it's the hot thing to do and then losing all of their money Hmm. including the creator so Uh, it was it was created ty mr ty (laughs) well not maybe not maybe not all of his money but we'll get (laughs) to him so uh ty inc is the manufacturer of Hmm. beanie babies and it is named after its its founder ty warner okay uh a man from a lovely little town called lagrange lagrange i I defer to midwestern plant (laughs) It's in Illinois. That's a ZZ Top song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yes. Um, So he's from a suburban town in Illinois, kind of an affluent suburb. But Ty Warner never really knew what he was doing so much growing up. He just kind of bummed around. He got sent to military school, Mm. uh, Mm. which it's unclear as to why. Something we'll learn over the course of this is that Ty Warner's steeped in mystery. So that was yet another mystery of why he ended up going to like military boarding school. It sounds like he wasn't getting enough cuddling in his life. It definitely does. Yes. (laughs) Um, So he ended up going to Kalamazoo College for just a year. Uh, didn't really know what he was doing there either, kind of just bummed around, but he really liked to act. Mm. Apparently he had a really a big acting career, it looked like, at Kalamazoo. So he's like, you know what, I like this acting thing. And he dropped out of school and he moved to L.A., which is the thing that actors do, uh, to try and be an actor. Uh, after five years of doing that, he realized, no, this is not happening for me. Not not happening. And so he returned to Chicago. Oh. Uh, and as one does, uh, he decided, okay, I'm going to, I need to find a job. And his dad was 
you know, he was like, okay, son, listen, you've had a tough time. I I sent you to military school. I sent you to military school. You screwed that up. (laughs) You screwed up the college thing. You screwed up the acting thing. (laughs) Here's what we're going to do. You're going to come with me to the toy factory. Okay. His dad is a toy factory baron. Yes. He worked at Dakin, which was a, like a plush toy maker. Sure. Um, And he was a salesman. And I really like this detail. So Ty, like, obviously his dad was just his in. He didn't necessarily super care about toys, but he he was an interesting character and he really committed. I think this was the actor in him. So he was really into like, OK, I'm going to nail these sales calls. So what he would do, what he was known for was he would drive up to people's houses. He would like go door to door selling plush toys. Sure. And he wait, would... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? What's weird about that? In my life. <laughs> I've never had a human being come to my house and be like, hey, you want to buy some plush toys? <laughs> well, just imagine, just imagine Ty Warner, a man mm-hmm. named Ty when Warner. When is this, by the way? Uh, like, this is in the 80s. Okay. Um, they could have driven to my house. I would have yeah. Well, it's in like actually it. late 70s. Okay, but, sure. Uh, so one, it's a door-to-door plush toy salesman, which is already bizarre. Yeah. He drives up in a white Rolls Royce. What? <laughs> Oh, his dad must have been pretty good. And he's wearing a knee-length fur coat. Wait, wait a minute. So this is how Ty got his did start. Did his dad own the toy factory? No, no. So where did there. this money come from? <laughs> that is a mystery. There's so many oh weird God. details. And he was his own beanie baby with that uh, plush coat. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, like, this is how he sort of got his start. Amazing. Um, in the toy the toy life. So yeah. he, he was really into it. He got really, Are we really sure he wasn't it. a pimp? Who really knows what was going on? Because everything about this is screaming pimp to me. So he was working there for 10 years, um, got really good at it, or at least really into it. Yeah. Uh, And it turns out that he uh, is actually, you know what, he decides, I don't, I want to kind of just do this on my own. Like, I'm so into this. I don't need Dakin. I got my Rolls Royce. I got my coat. I should just go and start my own business. But instead of leaving the company to do that, mm. uh, the company finds out that actually he is taking their own toys yeah. and just selling them and, oh, and not like, for his the own company. profit, not telling them. That's smart. You make a lot more profit when you don't actually have to buy the merchandise. Yeah, he literally is like stealing toys from Dakin <laughs> and just selling them on his own with sure. his Rolls Royce and his coat. So this is after he'd been working there for 10 years and they're literally like, okay, dude, you can't do that. You're, you're done. So as one does, he flees the country and goes to Italy for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of. Was he charged with something? Like no. embezzlement or no, anything? No. Or you just was like, I'm out, dad. Yeah. He's just like, okay, I'm just going to go to Italy and like this think about things. seems like a rogue. Yes. He is. He's something. So he went to Italy just kind of to find himself because that's the whole thing. He still doesn't really know what he's doing. But he still really is into those plush toys. He's sure. like, okay, that was something I was good at. I was good at selling those. And I feel like that outfit would fit in in Italy. Yes. <laughs> like, it works. <laughs> he already had the outfit. He had the look. Uh, and so while he's there, he sees, like, there's all these little, like, beanbag animals that people are buying up in Italy. Sure. And he's like, oh, these are really cute. Like, these are cool. And, like, people are really into them. It's, like, a hot thing. So he spends three years in Italy. He, like, really picks up on, like, okay, this is selling, like, hot cakes over here. And so he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back home, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell those little beanbags. Sure. Uh, So he returns home, starts up Ty Inc., Ty Warner Inc., and he starts going to toy fairs, does his little salesperson pitch. Uh, I don't know that he still is wearing the fur coat anymore at this (laughs) this point. 
because uh, he's actually going inside to toy fairs around the country. And he's back in the States and he's just selling these. He's hawking these Beanie Babies. Um, so he started with the Beanie. Like That was the beginning of the company was yes. Beanie Babies. So he. Oh, actually. The, OK, so actually oh. before the Beanie Babies, he. So it's like Beanie Baby type things. But sure. They're not called Beanie Babies. They're like cats. They're these little stuffed cats okay. that are like similar to Beanie Babies. Sure. Um, so that's what sort of what differentiated them from the Beanie Babies. They, were, I think, they were called Himalayan cats. Okay, just branding was, yeah. was all it was, and it was like exclusively cats. Yes. Um, so he was going to these toy fairs, and basically, he was very good at like you know siding up to people and just kind of you know doing the pitch. Like he was yeah. a really good salesperson and just convincing a ton of people to buy these little animals in bulk. I'm picturing him at the toy fair, like sneaking up behind someone and like putting like a little cat on their yeah. shoulder and be like, hey, who's this guy? <laughs> who's this guy over here? He's having a good time, isn't he? And in then his they, fur coat. Yeah, <laughs> they turn around, he just whips the coat open. There's just tons of stuffed cats. <laughs> so inside. Stuffed cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then in 1994, so this we're in the 90s now. Yeah. By 1994, he's like, okay, I can make a whole line of this. Uh, I'm going to make a whole line. So he makes the Beanie Babies. That is the first actual, like, real merchandising line. So he had the Himalayan cats, but that was sort of like a Toy Fair exclusive sort of thing. But then he's like, I'm going to take this and bring it to more animals. We're going to have more animals. We're going to have, like, those really cheap bean bags. It's going to be cheap to make, going to be cheap to sell. They're going to just be, like, $5. And he starts the initial line of Beanie Babies. Okay, so question. Can Mm. anyone... Russ, maybe this is more for you as my fellow Beanie Baby baby. Yeah. Can you name any of the animals of the first nine Beanie Babies? Uh, There's probably a cat in there because he's already pretty well versed in the cat thing. There actually is not a cat. Wow, okay. (laughs) Uh, mm, uh, Like a chimp. Nope. No monkey or anything? No monkey. I bet I can do it. But I got it. Yeah, play it. Go. A duck. A platypus, I'll give you that. What? Yep. I mean, they, um, they, that's very kind of you. A cow. Yeah, a platypus a cow. and a duck. There, <laughs> there's no cow. Uh, wow. No, a bear. There's a bear. Oh, yeah, bear's easy. Two for two. Should have gotten that. I'm just going around the court in threes. Uh, fish. <laughs> no fish. A, but a dolphin. Uh, there's there's an orca and oh, wait, a whale. Are you mm, cheating? Three for three. Are you cheating at home? <laughs> I'm not. I'm really and not. And you just I said just... dolphins are like just be slightly off the trail to disprove it. There's <laughs> uh, um, an orca. Um, okay. I feel like there's a bird. And there's a bunny. Mm, no uh, bird, bunny. no bunny. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. Now, what, now who are we missing? missing? Who are we okay. missing? Okay. So it's actually kind of a weird lineup here. Uh, there's Legs the Frog, which is my personal favorite. Oh, yeah, that's oh, the name. Okay. Uh, Squealer the Pig, which okay. is a terrible name. Mm. Spot the Dog, an unoriginal. Flash the Orca, mm. Splash the Whale, Chocolate the Moose, Patty the Platypus, oh, chocolate, yeah. Brownie the Bear, and Pinchers the Lobster. Oh, the Lobster. Oh, I remember the Lobster, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that is the initial line. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so now we're, we're in the Beanie Babies world. Beanie yeah. Babies exist now. Mm-hmm. Life has immediately, for me, gotten better. Uh, This is 1995-ish, 1994. Um, And so they're not selling, like, hotcakes quite yet. Sure. They're in stores, but he's not, like, making tons and tons tons of money yet. So Ty Warner has a very specific way he wants to sell these. And that is often seen as the key to like the success of the Beanie Babies. There's a whole book on this um, by this guy, Zach Bissonette. Mm -hmm. And it talks a lot about like 
the the economy of the Beanie Babies and why like the craze <laughs> mm. happened like it did. Sure. And so there's like a couple of reasons specifically why the Beanie Babies did so well. Okay. So like Beanie Babies nowadays, you can get them at like Walmart or yeah. Toys R Us or whatever. But originally when they were released, Ty was like, no, I'm not doing that. These Beanie Babies are are better than that. They don't need to be in Walmart bins. We're going to just go exclusively to like specialty stores. Like what? Like any specialty gift store. Like a Spencer's Gifts. Is that what you mean by specialty I gift store? I mean, not so like not like chains, okay. like, you know, like local, like fancy toy shops. I see. Yeah. So like the Fru-Fru Kids shop. Yes, the Fru-Fru yeah, yeah, Kids yeah. shops. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, to sort of make them seem like they're really like valuable, elite. like elite, yeah. even though they were really cheap. Like sure. the whole point of it was to make them so that kids could buy them. So they were only like $5. But even though they're $5, they're still in like hotty toddy toy stores. Mm. Um, so that was like a way to sort of give them status. What beans were in them? There were these like really cheap PVC pellets. Oh. Yeah. 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 I, so did you know that because you ripped open one of your beanie babies? I definitely ripped open beanie babies. Terrifying. <laughs> Call the cops. You definitely have to dissect your <laughs> beanie babies. Yeesh. Um, and so the other part about only going to specialty stores is that like the specialty stores could only take so much stock. So as the Beanie Babies line expanded, which it did kind of slowly, like they couldn't fit all of those Beanie Babies in their stores. So they would just get limited amounts. Oh, so that, they like, were exclusive. Mm-hmm, so that people would feel compelled to go to a bunch of different stores to get all the Beanie Babies. Got to get my pinchy. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get <laughs> pinchers. Actually, funny thing about pinchers is that like there were some misprints on the tags. <sighs> so sometimes his name was Punchers the Lobster, oh, which I really like, like. Was that like Are the those, inverted like, jetty? Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like I'll get to misprints a little bit later, but like definitely misprinted ones are like amongst the most coveted for sure. I want Punchers the Lobster. I'm sure I can get them for like twenty dollars now. Um, so another thing that uh, Ty did to you know help help make Beanie Babies seem like this big status symbol. So his actually his ex girlfriend who he was in cahoots with, who which his current wife did not like, but that's a whole different story. Uh, he was working with his ex-girlfriend to distribute these Beanie Babies, and she had a really good idea. So this was still in 1995, and they still weren't making tons and tons of money, and they were releasing a couple new Beanie Babies. They released Peanut the Elephant. Did you have that one? No. He was very cute. So originally- <laughs> If you name the one, there's one in particular that I have a story behind, so we'll see if it comes okay. up in natural Also, uh, well, for, for the people listening, the face that Allegra just made was- I, it was like an evil villain. It was like, he's, he's very, very cute. Like, <laughs> yes. I have Peanut in my lap and I'm just stroking him with my It'd long nails. shame if I have to stuff him and mount him in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so he releases Peanut the Elephant. And Peanut the Elephant is like a royal blue elephant. Nothing mm-hmm. super special. But Ty's starting to get frustrated. He's like, okay, I got... Got like 10 plus Beanie Babies out there now. Like I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Like I'm putting them in fancy stores. I'm giving people reason to like drive all over Westchester County, like my mom, to find all of these. And they're just not really like picking up like I think they should. And so his ex-girlfriend says, okay, you know what? Peanut is royal blue right now. Why don't you change the color? Just change the color. And this is a couple months after they launched Peanut. What color of elephants normally? <laughs> they're not are they not royal blue i don't know i've never seen one they're gray i, I they're, know okay. they're gray i'm colorblind so it's it's hard for me i knew that they weren't blue but Wait, I was that a legitimate question it somewhat was yeah. because i knew that you they weren't blue him. but i wasn't 
100% sure what they really were. They're not blue. I know. They're gray, yes. Okay. Um, so Peanut was royal blue. And then after Ty's girlfriend said, why don't we change the color, mm. make people like want to be interested in Peanut again. Yeah. They made him pe- baby blue. And suddenly... This $5 royal blue elephant in 1995, oh. which cost $5. Yeah. By 1997, the original peanut, the royal blue one, yeah. was worth $2,500. Holy cow. Because just changing the color and discontinuing the original yeah. color, like Scarcity. immediately. Yeah, exactly. It increased the value. Right. Exactly. That's, uh-huh. that's crazy. Okay. You know. So people were... <laughs> People were picking up on that. Um, they were like, oh, my God, like, wait, you have this color. I have this color. And so suddenly people were getting into the collectible side of things. And this was especially true in Chicago where Ty, you know, lived. Um, and Beanie Babies became like the hottest thing in yeah. the beginning of 96 in the Chicago suburbs. Um, he was shipping like tons and tons of Beanie Babies specifically to Chicago but it was starting to spread literally just through word of mouth because like collectors were like uh, trying scouring the country for different colors or discontinued ones um, because he was starting to retire them as well. He was not only like changing up colors and discontinuing older versions, but he was just straight up saying you can't buy, uh, you know, flash the orca anymore. <laughs> um, he would, you know, discontinue them to also make them seem even rarer. Brilliant. Yeah. And, I mean, it was all, like, word of mouth, like, no TV ads or anything. I don't think I ever saw a TV ad for Beanie Babies. Like, literally, they didn't need them. Um, So, by 1997, uh, Beanie Babies were crazy popular, um, super hot. uh, Basically, like, yeah, they were, the older ones that were retired were worth a ton of money. Um, Newer ones would immediately sell out and then fetch like wild resale prices, even if he just made a slight alteration, like in 1998, he switched up the faces of the Beanie Babies. Mm. So some of the older ones had like a more like their their nose was like more protruding. And then the new ones had flatter faces. Do you remember that? Like they kind of. Oh, switched yeah, I up guess the faces. so. Yeah. So the new face ones, like in 1998, if you had the new face ones, they could get you like a thousand dollars. Oh, my God. Like, even small changes like that were already super coveted. Um, there were collector's magazines. There was one called, uh, like, Beanie World. Mary Beth's Beanie World was just, like, a mom, a suburban mom who was offering Beanie Baby hunting tips. And, like, it was a print magazine that had a million circulation uh, a month. So, like, a, literally a million issues were printed a month. Like, such was the popularity of Beanie Babies. But people were still kind of like, I don't know, are you really like making as much money as you say you are? Because there's no ads. It's really hard to actually like see this kind of thing because it happens on a local sort of scale. It's in these tiny shops. Uh, It's all like word of mouth. So uh, lots of analysts were kind of wondering, Okay, is Ty Warner actually like as rich as he says? Because at this point he was like a billionaire already. Yeah. Uh, Sales were one billion dollars. Oh, my God. So. He was so proud of himself and still like a recluse kind of weird, but like finally he had found something he was really good at and so proud of himself that when he heard talk that people weren't sure if he'd been like selling as much as he was, he took out a full page ad in the Wall Street Journal that was literally like a letter explaining, no, we made $700 million in 1997, so you guys can stand out. Um, That's a little uh, full of himself, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, and also uh, that same year, he announced to his his employees, this comes from Zach Bissonnette's book, he announced to all of his employees that they were getting Christmas bonuses 
uh, and those Christmas bonuses were equal to their annual salaries. Oh my god! Like he just had a lot of money and was flaunting. That's it. not well. That's nice of him. Yeah, it's generous. Nice. Uh, so basically, the point of all of this is the Beanie Babies were huge. Like literally within two years, just by changing the color of this yeah. very cute elephant. <laughs> uh, he was able to just boost sales. I don't know that it's going to come up, so maybe I should mention my Beanie Baby now. Yes. Okay, so when I was, uh, this was mid-90s, I was probably thir- 12 or 13, somewhere around there, and I had a Beanie Baby that was a bull. It was a red bull. I remember him. Named mm. Tabasco yep. the bull. Yep. And I don't know why, how I found it. My mom was into collecting toys and like had like books, like value books and stuff like how much things were worth. And um, I found Tabasco the Bull, which they actually ended up retiring because they did not have the rights to Tabasco because it's a hot sauce. Uh, they did not have the rights. So they changed him to, I think, Snort was his new name. So to ba- the actual Tabasco the Bull, I ended up selling in the city. My mom drove me into the city Whoa. to like a fancy toy store and I sold it to this random dude for $130. Wow. And it was awesome. <laughs> and that was my first and last Beanie Baby that I owned. What? Yeah, that was it. That was the only one? I loved it. But I didn't love it as much as $130. That was like worth a super scope right there. It was, uh, it was great. <laughs> I'm glad that you traded it for something that also stunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, like people would do that all the time. They would just trade in their Beanie Babies. Yeah, it was a good investment for for the time. We'll we'll mention someone who lost a ton of money oh, on no. Beanie Babies, which is very sad. But okay, so everything's really good. Beanie Baby Land. Russ made a lot of money on his. Hell yeah! I have a ton of Beanie Babies at this point. Plant, <laughs> did you have any Beanie Babies by 1998? You know, I think I had. I think McDonald's had like a very special Beanie Babies collabo. Yeah, yes, like the little ones, right? Teeny yeah, beanies. And, and I think I had a teeny bean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a terrible name. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, I'll mention teeny beanies, and then we're going to talk about how everything went downhill very, very quickly for Ty making a very stupid decision. Um, so McDonald's did get in on the Beanie Baby craze with the teeny beanies, <laughs> mm. and they were going to have the promotion. It was like a Happy Meal thing. Uh, they were going to have the promotion for like five or six weeks and they had a million of them for the whole country and they sold out guess how many weeks it took them to sell out of the teeny beanies and one that would be my guess as well it, okay it took two weeks <laughs> but oh, it was wow. supposed to last like a month and a half yeah and they literally had to post up signs saying please do not ask us about the teeny beanies we do not have them do not come in if you want Man, that's got to be a brutal period of time for mcdonald's employees yeah <laughs> Ooh, i remember that day I remember those days. Not that day specifically, but those days. Um, Okay, so everything's going great. But then things, like, as all fads do, things start to slow down a little bit. Like, Beanie Babies are still killing it, killing the game, but just not making as much money as they were. Like, Okay, I'm I'm waiting for this to turn to drug smuggling in a second, because they are perfectly designed for that. (laughs) They are. (laughs) I did not find any drug smuggling about this, sadly. But... In August 1999, Ty's starting to get frustrated because we already know he is, like, very, very happy with himself for finally finding the thing he's very good at. Yes. Uh, He, you know, took out that whole ad. He's flaunting how much money he has in the bank. He's a billionaire. And he's like, okay, you know what? I want to get people interested in these Beanie Babies again because, you know, they're sort of – people are moving on to, like, Pokemon and other things at this point. So in August 1999, he announces – we're not making Beanie Babies anymore. <gasps> On December 31st, that is the last time you can get a Beanie Baby. So okay. go get all your Beanie Babies now. 
and no one knew what was going on, including the employees. Everyone what? was confused. Okay. Uh, they were like, why Why are we doing this? What's going to happen to us? Are we going to lose our jobs? Um, and Ty just wouldn't explain. He just said, nope, we're, we're not doing that anymore. So when he announced that to the public, it just was like a news flash on his website. Mm. Uh, everyone started to get mad. Instead of like going on the, the resale market and trying to buy up Beanie Babies or sure. what Ty was expecting, it was more that collectors got really mad. So they started petitioning, like, no, keep making the Beanie Babies. You suck. Um, and it, the fan base really turned against Interesting. Ty that is, yeah, I guess that makes sense because it's like they love this. Th- even though some of them are making money off it, they love it. Mm-hmm. And by ending it, it essentially, like, limits any ability for it to expand or, like, make, I don't know, potentially later Beanie Babies more valuable if other ones replace them. But yeah. so long as there's no nothing replacing, it's just, like, dead. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's basically just killing off the whole point of collecting these things. Yeah. Um, Did they have protests where they drive over Beanie Babies in a steamroller? Because I love those protests. (laughs) Those are my favorite kind of protests. like the Beanie Babies on fire. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, No. So then three months later, uh, on Christmas Eve, Mm. after months of just complaints and frustrations from Beanie Baby collectors, on his website, yet again, Ty posts another letter. And he says, after much thought, I am willing to put the fate of Beanie Babies in your hands. And so he asks people to vote on whether or not they should bring back the Beanie Babies. Oh so it's God. all, it just comes across as like a gigantic publicity stunt, yeah. essentially, that made everyone angry. Do you think it actually was? Do you think he like had ever any intent to end the Beanie Babies? I kind of, I don't know. And I think he, he maybe does, pulled back did. because of the reaction. I feel like he actually did yeah. intend to end it because um, he's just a weird guy and I can see his mind thinking that makes sense. Sure. Um, but he put it up to a vote and obviously everyone said, yeah, we want them. We, yeah. We've been saying that, you idiot, like you haven't <laughs> listened. Um, so then in January, he brought them back. Okay. But at this point, he kind of had tarnished the whole Beanie Baby brand. Sure. Because one, like, it was sort of starting to lag. Like, that was true. People were moving on to other fads. But the whole, like, rigmarole of are they going to go away forever? Why are you doing this to us? That really turned people against Ty, mm. um, including, like, employees. Because <laughs> he was jerking them around, too. They didn't know what was going on. Um, so eventually, by 2000, you just could find these in the dollar stores and Walmarts and Toys R Us. Like these things went from being, you know, specialty items to just being mass produced, constantly available toys. Yeah. But the thing is, Ty was still making money. Like, let's not lose sight of that. He was still (laughs) he was still a rich guy. Uh, In 2002, Forbes said he was worth six billion dollars. So like he he was fine. Um, like, yes, the Beanie Babies were not selling like hotcakes, but he was still making the money. Um, but here's the thing. He was not losing money, but there were many, many of us who were. So even though he was still selling them, the, the value was depreciating mm. massively. Um, so I, I, you probably remember like people buying up tons of Beanie Babies. Like literally I would go with my mom and we would drive from store to store to store to pick up every single once we would like have insurance. Like, okay, when this value goes up, we can sell them off. Sure. Um, (laughs) and the person who probably had the, the most obsessive, uh, idea of doing that the most obsessive investor was this actor on general hospital named chris robinson okay uh which i have no idea anything about general hospital <laughs> i know it's a soap opera i don't know 
Um, he spent $100,000 on <gasps> Beanie Babies. No. He allegedly had a collection of 20,000 Beanie Babies. Not because he liked them, like literally because he saw this as like a good investment. He, they were Bitcoin before Bitcoin. Yeah. He was like, okay, you know what? These Beanie Babies are doing so well. I want to put my kids through college. Oh, my God. I'm going to invest in these Beanie Babies and flip them. Uh Unfortunately, he never made any of that money back. Yeah. He could not sell a single one of those guys. He was probably doing okay from General Hospital. Though. <laughs> this was like while he was in between work. But yeah, oh, no. like he still lost $100,000. Yeah, it's a sizable chunk of change. Yeah, it, it's not great. Um, so anyway, Ty Warner, is his star's fading a little bit. He's, he's only worth $3.2 billion by 2009. Oh, no. So poor guy. Um, but all the while... <laughs> All the while, here's the sad part of Ty Warner. Uh, since 1996, when he was at the height of his his profiting, he did what many rich people do, and he went to Switzerland and established an offshore account to make sure that money was safe. Yep. Uh, at one point, he actually put in $107 million in that account. Just like in one go. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I don't know if I have enough in. room for all these zeros, <laughs> but we're going to jam them in. Yeah. So in uh, 2012, people finally picked up on this. Yeah. Uh, and he went to court for tax evasion. Okay. Originally, the plan was to put him in prison for four years. Right. But his he had some good lawyers because he is Ty Warner, a billionaire. Sure. And he just got two years of probation and oh. a $100,000 fine. What? But he also lost $80 million in the process because oh. the Fed seized $80 oh, million. Okay, good. I was like, that doesn't seem fair. But still, he's still yeah. above. Yeah. I get, Although, I guess if you factor in how much he would have paid in taxes, yeah. Okay, that's... Uh, it's still a uh, drop in the bucket yeah, that's, for this guy. Right, I don't think he's hurting too bad from that. But that was like a major like ding to his his uh, ego there. Well, at this point, I'm sure his ego wasn't doing the best <laughs> given that his fad had died out. Yeah. Um, and so that is sort of the, the sad story, Beanie Babies. Obviously, they still exist. They just are now... You'll, you'll find them anywhere. There's plethora of them. They're all look, over the place. I looked up Tabasco. You can buy a Tabasco, uh, the bull, fourth generation hang tag for twelve sixty nine on Amazon. Yeah. Talk about an investment. Exactly. They're worthless now. Uh, it's just like the epitome of the the hot fad that dies fast. I want to I ask, did you uh, read anything? So there's a photo that goes around the internet every once in a while. Of a couple in... Yes, we'll get to that. Oh, great. That's okay. a very good photo. Just to make sure. If you haven't seen this photo plan, I will send it to you. Okay. Everyone should look up this photo. It is very good. Yes. Um, okay, so we'll get to that. There's some nice Beanie Baby facts, some weird stories to really exemplify just how obsessive people were. But before we get to that, Ty Warner, just one more note on him. Uh, he he actually like made investments of his own other than just the Beanie Babies, which certainly helped. Um, and he bought a lot of hotels, like the Four Seasons in New York. Oh, wow. Yep. And he also, <laughs> in, in Zach Bissonnette's book, I just really like this anecdote, he spent 20 years, like, doing plastic surgery. And if you look at him when he started the Beanie Baby Like, as a pastime line, or on himself? Yeah, they, on, him, on himself, <laughs> he got plastic surgery. Got it. Um, and then if you look at him now, like, he looks like a completely different person. And apparently he used black sheep embryo injections Oy. as part of that. So he's just like, I don't want no gray sheep. It needs to be a black sheep. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, so he's just <laughs> classic blue. evil billionaire. <laughs> royal blue injections. Royal blue sheep injections. <laughs> um, another thing is he was really into baseball. So he 
actually helped the Cubs get back on their feet, like mm. the Chicago Cubs, because yeah. that was his local team. So the Cubs were doing very, very badly, as they are known to do. Uh, and this was in 1997. And they were like, yo, you know, Ty, you're a local boy. These Beanie Babies are doing super well. Anyway, you can help the Cubs out. So he gave them a limited edition bear that you could only get at the opening season home game, yeah. the Cubs game. And it sold out like the game sold out so fast because people wanted to get that bear. And yeah. that was like their best selling game in a decade. Oh, my God. Good for the Cubs. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a nice little thing. But there was also a lot of bad, bad things that happened over Beanie Baby. So the story that you were mentioning, Russ, mm. is in 1999, there was a, a couple that was getting divorced, but they couldn't decide who get got the Beanie Baby collection. So literally they could not like decide, okay, who gets which. So a judge ordered them to put all of their Beanie Babies on the floor of the courtroom and divvy them up one at a time. Like they would take turns picking each of the stuff to like Beanie Babies that they wanted. Um, and there's a quote from the AP from the wife who said, I don't agree with the judge's decision to do this. It's ridiculous and embarrassing. She said moments before squatting on the courtroom floor alongside her ex-husband to choose first from a pile of Beanie Babies. <laughs> and there's a very good photo of this. Um, so that was like some of the ridiculous stuff. Who is this happening? judge that has this amount of free time? I know. Well, I think, like, I was... think the punishment was to embarrass them, right? That feels oh. like the judge was like making a point. Yeah, okay, it feels like enough. he was just like fed up. Yeah. But apparently this collection at the time was worth like $5,000. So I kind sure. of understand that. Um, someone actually died because of a Beanie Baby. Uh, uh, oh, no. So there was a 29-year-old who was in cahoots with the 63-year-old security guard who worked at a Hallmark store. So he was helping the 29-year-old smuggle a bunch of Beanie Babies oh, yeah. out of the Hallmark store sure. so that he could resell them. Yeah. But they got into a, a tussle because the guy ended up not being able to sell them and the, the security guard wanted to get them back so that he could you know, try and sell them himself. And then the 29-year-old ended up shooting the security guard Whoa. and killing him over oh my the Beanie God. Yeah. Uh, so Beanie Babies, as all phenomenons can get, they, they got a little wild there, uh, which we shouldn't blame the Beanie Babies. It's not their fault, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> they only want to cuddle. The Beanie Babies are pure and good. They don't care about money. Okay, so now we're going to real quick go over the most expensive Beanie Babies, the most valuable Beanie Babies. So okay. as we all know, Beanie Babies Peanut. are pretty much worthless at yeah, this point. Yeah, now, sure. Oh, these are, this is currently what is the most as valuable. As of 2016, according okay. to Money, Inc. Sure. Um, and then I'll tell you, like, at that time, how much people were trying to hawk them for. I don't know if anyone was actually going to buy them for yeah. that much. But, okay, the top five list. Number five is Patty the Platypus, yep. one of the originals. $6,000 on the resale market sure. was the average price. Uh, four was Claude the Crab, $10,000. Three was Valentino the Bear with a misspelled name tag, which yeah. happened a lot. So there was Punchers the Crab and yep. then Valentino. I think it was Valentine. <laughs> that You could get 20000 for that. Uh, number two is Lefty the Donkey and Righty the Elephant, which literally oh, those from, were like political bears. Yeah. That's like a Clinton, like 96 probably. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Hillary Clinton signed them. Yeah. And so those were like going for fifty thousand. Wow! But the number one is, as Plant mentioned, Princess Diana the bear, who was the most coveted, most coveted Beanie Baby. R.I.P. Mm. I looked today on eBay, and there's a listing that like six hundred people are watching on eBay, oh and it's going for six hundred nine thousand dollars. 
But at the wait, s- wait, 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 wait. Like they have it listed for six hundred nine thousand. Oh, but it, no one, no bids. Right? I don't think it has any bids. That's the thing. No one's picking these things up because I was looking, and so there were like a bunch, a bunch of them for over four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And then you could also buy one for ten dollars. Like that yeah. is. Yeah. So I like. Yeah. Because they made like a ton of those Princess Diana. It's not like she got one of them and then died. Like that would be valuable. She died clutching. <laughs> clutching oh my gosh. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it's weird. Like there's definitely a ton of them. Like you could very easily just go buy one for $10. Yeah. But it must have been really good for money laundering. Yeah. Right? Because like you'd buy a super valuable one, you sell it a super valuable one. And then, like all the all the criminality is sucked up into the soul of the beanie baby. Yeah, definitely. And you're free to go. In the '90s, man, don't try that now. No, it wouldn't work. That's not going to be a Breaking Bad <laughs> spitoff. Um, okay, so the absolute rarest beanie baby, though, is the employee bear. That's its name. Pretty creative. There were only 300 of them made. Oh, for the employees. For of the, the employees yeah. of Ty, and this okay. again was in 1997. Uh, the second most, the second rarest is. Coral Casino, the bear, who was made for the Coral Casino. These guys never have original names. Yeah. And there are only 588 of those made. Um, and these are not super valuable, though? Uh, I mean, they are. But yeah. like, just not for sale right now, right? Yeah. Like, like, I mean, these value. guys were never for sale. Yeah. I mean, even on eBay. Like, yeah. value is kind of artificial. It's kind of like when people say the most valuable video games. And it's like, well, some like jerk went on eBay and tried yeah, to sell right. Earthbound for $5 million. Exactly. Right. Like, that's essentially what it is. Like, this list of the most valuable. No one is buying these. Like, it's just people will list them for that much based off previous perceived prices. Perceived value. Yeah, perceived yeah. value. Exactly. So the whole thing of Beanie Babies, it's just like they succeeded because of this, like, perceived value that Ty totally manufactured and the whole like limited like amount of them the whole uh, scarcity part so I mean he was like a smart businessman but also just an extremely weird guy um and yeah it's just it's the sort of sad plight of the beanie baby in that now who who even owns them or thinks of them everyone just sort of has them in their basement all that's left is a away. very rich man yeah. sitting on a throne of very beanie sad babies. story <laughs> yes <laughs> well that was lovely allegra and very educational about low beanie babies plant did you turn around on them now uh yeah sure they're great <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't turn around on them are you kidding no. uh they're you a know scam what the- what do you mean they're a scam? They, they, it was an artificial market created by the person who was selling the product in order to create the perception that you needed to buy the moment you saw something. That is a you scam. You didn't have to. You didn't you do, have to buy them. Or, it, it plays on your anxieties. It's true. Yeah, but so does everything. <laughs> <laughs> I will also mention, though, like to really hone in on like Ty is an evil billionaire, he owned 100% of that company. That's, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Get paid. Yeah, he did well for himself. <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing, but I, I'm on plant side. I just want to emphasize it's not the Beanie Baby's fault. No. It's all tied. <laughs> they just want to cuddle. They're perfectly good-hearted little animals. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Allegra, and thank you, Chris Plant, for your hatred of Beanie Babies, for acting as a nice foil to Allegra and my positivity about Beanie Babies. We appreciate it. Anytime, that. baby. Uh, and thank you, uh, folks at home. Uh, this has been another episode of The History of Fun, where we h- explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. Farewell. Farewell.